everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode number 65 on Monday the 8th of February 2010. My name is Steve Layton and I'm not in the roastery. Um, today I'm coming from uh, London School of Coffee, uh, which is uh, based in London, funnily enough. Where else would you put London School of Coffee, I guess? Um, but he's based as one of our importers, so probably our most important part of our network of coffees, uh, Macanta. And um, yeah, I'm here for a tasting today, but I've dived off very quickly to record this. So when I get home after the weekend, it's gonna be very easy for me to get this up and, and live on Sunday. So um, yeah, nice environment. I'm gonna show you some pictures now uh, on the screen of here. Fantastic setup, really impressive. And um, yeah, a, a lovely place to come if you wanna learn more about coffee. Uh, and if you mention us, you get 10% off the courses as well. So you mentioned Coffee 101, which is the coffee course that we do, and you can get money off the courses here, so everybody wins. So, um, a little bit different structure today. I've got the notes on the, the comments on the computer. Rubbish, not rubbish comments, because the comments I've got are great, but only four on the, on the El Polo, which is a fantastic coffee. Come on, where's the comments? So. Let's dive straight into them. We've got Phil Carter, who says, Hi Steve, thanks for your time and knowledge on Saturday. Phil was somebody, the guy who gave me the cup that we were talking about last week. Uh, didn't expect to see his mug on screen so much. Um, I'm sure his boss will appreciate the mention. No, no, thank you for the, uh, for the mug, Phil. Um, Oscar Falk and Lara said, Very good episode. We tried some Tekkenburu coffee on a trip to Guatemala in 99. We stayed at a beach resort where they offered a number of premium blends. Uh, and he remembers it being quite spicy. So, JJ, our subscriber to the In My Mugs in America, said, uh, got the shipment uh, in Michigan on Wednesday. Wow. The frosty came on Monday, which was a little late. That one took a little bit longer, but uh, Guatemala was smooth and buttery, left a nice aftertaste. Um, as it cools, it could really pick up the brown sugar, especially on the wet aroma. That's fantastic, JJ, and thank you ever so much because you've been really good on the comments of late. Uh, as has Lars. Um, tried the chicken in a French press and the mouthfeel was just incredible. The sweetness was very much there um, in brewed in this fashion. Got this frosty on Saturday and one word, wow. Uh, this is a serious espresso blend. I've been drinking the Magical Marker as an SO espresso, but this stepped up the game. Must order more. So that was the four comments from this week. Thank you ever so much for those. So, the coffee I'm going to be talking about today is from Colombia and it's called Conseja and it's from a cooperative uh, in, in Colombia. But, Nicanta, who we bought it off, haven't given me the, the notes on it yet. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to drag one of them on screen and they're going to tell you about it. Because if they're not going to tell me about it, they can tell you about it, then I can tell you about it later. So as, as they're the importers, they know everything about this cooperative. It's a very small micro lot. We've bought the whole lot um, from Nicanta. So kind of, you know, very excited by it. It's going to be one of the coffees you can only try from us and I hope you're going to enjoy it too. So I'm going to whack you on pause. I'm going to go and grab Jose. I'm going to brew up some coffee and then we're going to talk about it. So I should be back in just a moment. So I'm back and I've dragged this man out of his office because he refused to send me the notes on this coffee and because he wouldn't tell me anything about it apart from here's a sample, taste it. I've made him come on and do it and next time he's going to send me the notes much quicker. So this is Jose, Jose Aguilar. Is it Aguilar? Am I getting that right? Aguilar. 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 Which is basically Joe Eagle. That's all it means, isn't it? It's like you in, in, in the real, but it's silent. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the Joe Eagle. I think it fits far better. Uh, but Jose is 
brilliant. I mean, he, he looks after us here at McCanter and um, he kind of tapped in a little bit to my palate. So the coffees that I like, Jose kind of knows the kind of things that I like and, it, and it's been amazing since he's been working here because it really has helped us find coffees a lot easier because there's so many coffees out there in the world that, you know, it's nice when somebody kind of cuts through and said, I think you'll like this, Steve. And this is exactly where this coffee came from. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really good to have you on, Jose. Thank, Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. So, Pleasure. the way we do things, the way we roll on In My Mug is we get a snozzer in the bowl. So, uh, basically just smelling the aroma of the coffee. Uh, and I think smelling coffee is really important. And I tell these guys all the time that smelling coffee is important because it gives you a precursor of what's to come. Um, so I'm just going to... Now on there, it's kind of weird because the coffee I did last week, which is the Tecumborough El Polo, which you know well, Jose, I've got brown sugar, and on that aroma I'm getting a real kind of sweet brown sugar smell again. Um, now I know from tasting it, I don't get that in the cup, but there's a definite aroma of that on there. Yep, um, yeah, there is a, a, some brown sugar, caramel, Yep. Yeah, 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 very, very bright as well. You can actually, this is going to be a bright coffee. Now I know it. We're so sweetness and uh, and good fruit quality. Yeah, yeah. Now, so that's cool. Going to show you a picture of the roast colour on the screen now. Um, as you can see from here, this is a delicately roasted coffee. I don't want this going anywhere near second crack. I don't know how you feel about it, Jose, but for me. You take this a bit dark and you're just going to kill all of that fruit that we know we're going to get in there and that lovely acidity which is going to be the dominant component in the cup. Correct. So, so tell us the coffee. First of all, it's from a cooperative, isn't it? Yes, the coffee comes from, uh, from Nariño. Uh, Nariño is in the south part of Colombia. Now, if you use your magic finger and you go, ting! Right, right, right there. <laughs> just basically above Ecuador. And so we're showing a map now where on there, it's where the so, coffee comes from. Yeah, so Ecuador is... Ecuador is just south of Colombia. Yeah. Um, Colombia has um, Venezuela to, to its right. Which is where you're from. That's where I'm from. Um, and, and Ecuador is right, right below. Okay, okay. Um, so Nariño comes from that, that territory which is there's a, there's a lot of jungle um, uh, going on, and but the northwest of the country is or, or that part of Nariño is where the coffee is produced. And this lot come from uh, the municipality of Consaca. Uh, it's an association of very small micro producers. Uh, they they own or the coffee production come from one hectare. So we, if we compare that to uh, Bolivia, which the average is about three hectares. Uh, I mean, we were, looking, we were looking at the info, weren't we? It's 0.9 hectares, which is just... So we're looking at tiny, tiny productions. We're nearly so, um, Rwandan standards, aren't we, there? Because yes, that's kind yes. of what the Rwandan farmers are working with. So this is like tiny farmers. Um, I would say so, yeah. I would say it's between Rwanda and Bolivia, right in there. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited about uh, Nariño. It's a, it's a region that uh, hasn't been very lucky uh, in the past. Uh, there was... Uh, Gorilla problems and uh, also was a bit of drug trade going on. And we were talking um, about this earlier. And basically, within this municipality was where all of the cocaine labs were. So yes. the coca leaves from uh, Bolivia and from yeah. Peru uh, would be taken up there, and that's where the cocaine would be processed. Is in there, yes. and the whole area was protected by uh, gorillas. The gorillas, yes. Um, it took a good number of years, but now. These coffees are finding international international access. Uh, they have been well positioned at Cup of Excellence. Uh, there are regions also like Meta that 
people never heard of. Yeah. And, and the winner a couple of times in the last year came from Meta. Uh, fantastic coffee, very elegant, very bright, fantastic. Seats. So where is Meta in relation? Meta is actually in the border with Venezuela. Oh, okay. Oh, so this is why. Oh, I see. It's all about Venezuela. It's in the <laughs> southern part of Colombia to to the east. Right. So uh, yeah, in the border with Venezuela, some fantastic coffee is being produced there. Um, but going back to Consaca, the the producers that contributed to this lot were, I think it was around 10, 10 producers uh, that contributed to a, a lot of 20 bags. Okay. So it's, it's just a very small site. We, we, we capped the, the coffees, uh, we capped the pre-shipment samples and we, we really liked that lot. And we, we immediately had uh, Steve from Husband in mind because of the, the, just the, the quality that was coming out. Uh, the, we identified lots of uh, plums, fruitcake, uh, very intense sweetness. And we've been working with Steve for, for a good number of years trying to identify and develop a, a project in Colombia. Colombia has been somewhere we've been desperate to sort out. You know, it's kind of somewhere that I, I've never really felt we've had a coffee. Um, and, and every time that we've had our meetings, I'm like, we must find something in Colombia. We yeah. must find. So I'm really excited that this one came to me. And, and, um, Jose was like, this is, this is a real coffee for you. Um, and that's mainly because of you guys, because we have a market where people will appreciate the complexity of this coffee, whereas not everybody, I think, would necessarily get that, which is, you know, I'm lucky to have great customers that are going to appreciate it. That's right. Um, so it, it's not the cheapest coffee, um, and that's because of its quality, uh, but. Actually, that's not a major issue, you know. This no is, and we talk about in the cut prices, it's pennies. Um, so I'm really hoping that you know you guys are going to try. Yeah, it just that's right. Uh, Colombia is well known for Willa, Willa comes yeah. from Willa from Cauca, uh, but this is a, a region uh, that is is coming, is opening. I think that's another thing I love about it. it. These guys have, and this is a lot of because of what the Colombian government have done in breaking down the guerrilla stronghold on this area. And it's right that we support that. It's right that we support the hard work that they've done to bring that in. So it can be kept at bay and, and, and that coca trade yes. doesn't exist anymore. Which, exactly. you know, exactly. and, and, and lots of people in the area don't want that guerrilla stronghold there. You know, they just want to live yes, their lives. They're just happy, uh, they're just happy with, the, with, you know, with their way of life there, which is that um, I was reading these comments about the mountains of the apartheid region and, uh, and, and, and they were so proud about that area saying that we don't really need to go anywhere else, we have the most amazing mountains in, in Nainu. Um, the varieties um, that contribute to the, this lot are, it's mainly Katura, yeah. which is about 65%. Um, there's also a, an indigenous variety called Castilla in Colombia. Um, which I'm going to find a little bit more out about and yes. I'll be posting on the blog about it because it's a varietal that I've not come across before so yes. I'm looking forward to finding out a little bit more about that. So there's a little bit of Castilla there. Um, and, uh, but I think we should... Is it typical the other part of it? I, I can't remember. The, there may be typical. I think it's, uh, yeah, a little bit typical. You can, um, you know, we can investigate and you can... You yeah, can yeah but basically on the description, by the time this goes uh, this goes out, I'll have something uh, more up there about it, yeah. so... But so the, main, the main variety is Katura, and, and, uh, and it's about 65%, and, and if we, we paste it, we'll, we'll find some... So some I'm going to pause because it's going to be red hot otherwise, and... and uh, yeah, we're gonna... no, no washing my mugs today. The brew that I've done is... <laughs> 
The brew that I've done today is uh, 60 grams per litre, uh, just in the filter maker, um, fairly standard. Uh, I, this coffee's only been with me about a week now, and I've spent the past week working out how we were going to roast it, how we were going to do the profile on it. So uh, I haven't really had a chance to play with the brew parameters, but as I always say, start at 60 grams per litre, then you're in a good place to be. Okay. So if you want to grab, grab the cup. You, you grab the messy one. Yeah, I'll have the messy one that I... People who watch this know that I make all that stuff all the time anyway. So again, it's important to smell the drink before you gulp it down. And I was pleased to see you just go, because that's the way it should be. So again, I'm getting that sweetness again. And I know that it's sweet, but I'm getting the brown sugar, which I never get when I've tasted it so far. So I mean, for me, the big part that happens at the start is it's massive acidity, and it's mm. that. And I keep using the last three I've used this descriptor, but it's that molasses again. It's there. It's that kind of you know fresh green grape, bright acidity at the front. A little bit of melon as well, which is kind of like that lovely melon juiciness, mm -hmm. which is where it leads to with the sweetness for me. I, I, I found that it's a it's a very clean, very clean, mm. elegant coffee. Um, there's a very pronounced sweetness. Um, I get the sugar cane molasses that you, you know, that you mentioned. Um, the the thing that I, I find outstanding with these coffees is that um, you mentioned grape acidity, and, and there is uh, that, that lactic, yeah, creamy acidity going on. Creaminess um, as well. I mean, that's that, that's big on that aftertaste. Is that creaminess? Yes, yes. Um, but the, there's a quality of stone fruit in there that I, I find. Cherry and, and, and plum going on as well. Do you know you're really right? <laughs> the plum part is, is really there on that mid palate. You kind of do get this plummy, stony fruit, kind of not bitter, but you get that little bit of kind of if you suck on a plum, you get that sweetness and the juicy acidity, but a tiny bit of kind of bitterness, which it's not a nasty bitterness, but it's definitely no. there on the on the sides of the tongue, which is Yes, um, incredibly complex. I mean, I think is. that's a, and every time I've looked at this coffee, I've got something slightly different, um, which I find that incredibly exciting from a coffee. Mm. Um, I want to taste different things each time. I want it to be complex. Um, it works really well as a brewed coffee, I think. Fantastic, very good. I think in espresso, I think it will work really well as a component, and I think it will work well as a single origin espresso as well. Because of that acidity, it will work in the milk, I think, really wow. well. Uh, but the sweetness is there, and we all want sweetness in our espresso, and, and, and I just think that that is. I'm really, really pleased to have this. It's a 20 bag lot. Um, it's the only one from these 10 farmers, which are, which I should put on the websites as well. Um, each one of these lots is gonna taste a little bit different, but I'm so pleased you found it for me, Jose, so thank you ever so much. Um, the lot just arrived, uh, it come from the main crop, that was picked uh, from November, or December, shipped in January, arrived mid-January. So it's brand new, uh, fresh crop, which is the way that we like to roll, that's the way that we do it. I think so because of the amount that we have of this, that I think we'll be seeing this for a good six, nine months, yeah. uh, hopefully, um, and, and I hope that what we can do is build on this and build a relationship with this cooperative. Yes, absolutely. So we keep getting these, because if we can stick our hat on this one, um, I don't think we'll be seeing anything from Wheeler for a while. <laughs> uh, and that's the idea behind. Um, uh, actually, to be honest, there's that stone fruit coming out now that it's cooling. Uh, some peach, peach notes on the 
aftertaste. Well, um, yeah. I mean, again, complex coffee improves as it's called. And as I say to you, you've got to keep drying the coffee at different temperatures to really get the most out of it. But that peach is banned there as it cools, which wasn't there before. Oh, yeah, Grant's trying to get in on the camera, yeah. and he goes. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really pleased with it. I mean, I think it's fantastic. And I want you guys to try it as well. So obviously the subscribers have already been sent that, and they'll have it while they're watching this video. But we're going to offer a voucher code as well on the site. So we're going to give you a um, Yeah, I'll give you a pound off, actually, because I feel really generous, and I really want people to try it. So a pound off for the next two weeks. Voucher code below. Um, thank you ever so much, Jose, for coming right. on and sharing the info, because I knew nothing about it. <laughs> but no, thank you ever so much, and um, yeah, I look forward to talking to you soon. Yep, thank you very much. Top man, thank you. Good stuff. Just forgot something, something I always talk about on in my mug. Jose just reminded me that didn't talk about the altitude of this coffee, so what's the altitude that this one's grown at? Because I think this is, this is interesting for all of you ones that... I got asked this question on one of the in my mugs, what difference does it make? It, uh, I think it makes a huge difference. The altitude in Nariño, uh, the northwest, as we mentioned before, uh, starts at 1,900 meters, so 1,900 meters, and it goes up to uh, 2,100. So it's a it's a very high, small range. That's as high as you dare go as well, isn't it, with coffee, yes. really? You're going much higher than 2,100 meters, you're going to be getting frost, you're going to yes, be... Yes, uh, all sorts of problems. So what was the, the, there was one, the Bolivia Cup of Excellence this year was 2,200, or was it Yes, very high. Yeah, very incredibly high, high uh, which was the number one winning coffee. And what I think that this altitude does to the coffee is it gives it that extra complexity. Yes. It gives it a, cu a cup that's like this, where you suddenly, as it cools, you know, we were just we were just chatting, and that's what reminds us. And we were just like, that stone fruit's massive now, and it is like sucking on the stone of a plum. Yeah, I mean, that that's that's the taste I'm getting now as I've drunk it, and it's called peach. It's that acidity, complexity. Um, um, it's a big, big cup. Um, I'm expecting rounded. on the comments for this that everybody is going to be finding something different and bigger in it because of the way that they brewed it, the temperature that they're brewing it at. Um, I think it's going to keep changing, um, but one thing that isn't going to change about it is it's just the quality is stunning. I mean, the, it is just a, a great coffee, and the quality of the green was just amazing when it arrived. I was just like, that's impressive. So, um, so yeah, sorry to come back after we finished, but I felt the altitude thing was important to mention, and uh, Jose... It does, it does play a big role, the altitude there. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's not the be-all and end-all, because I think there's some coffees that have grown at much lower altitude. You know, we see some coffees at 1,100 metres from Brazil, yes. which are absolutely, you know, phenomenal coffees. But what I find is the higher you go, the more complex the cup seems to get. You know, if they do everything else right, because yes, right. there's so many things that make good coffee. But I thought it was a point worth making, so we're going to go this time, honest.